Perfection The old saying, practice makes perfect, is not completely true. But of even greater importance is the concept of not striving for perfection, but striving for progress. Don't allow anyone to pressure you into thinking that everything has to be perfect, and don't put that unnecessary pressure on yourself. Today, you want to be farther along toward your goals than you were yesterday. In order to accomplish that, however, you must have goals. For decades, plastic surgery has been viewed as the method of choice in the pursuit of the perfect size, the perfect face, the perfect body, the perfect complexion. It's unfortunate that so many people feel the need to be different than who they were created to be in order to be accepted by others. I've heard of stories of patients dying on the operating table because they wanted a different body and were willing to risk everything in pursuit of the perfect look. Well, surely I'm not suggesting that there aren't other factors involved in making these decisions, but I am curious to know how many times pressure from other people or outside sources influenced the final verdict. As a sports fan, I often listen to sports radio talk shows. Although I find many of the shows informative and at times entertaining, on many occasions I've turned the radio off or switched to a different station because of the judgmental comments of the host as he or she criticized another person's efforts, intentions, or decisions. It was so easy for the show's host to pass judgment on the athletes, who, in the heat of the competition, failed to perform up to their expectations. The athletes' mistakes were critiqued mercilessly. I understand the business. In order to keep the show on the air, there has to be listeners. The audience longs for the opportunity to hear and share comments that reveal different and, yes, controversial opinions. The show becomes entertaining to the audience when the host pits two opposing opinions against each other and then gets the listeners to chime in, supporting one of the two perspectives. In the day of slow motion and instant replay, it's easy to second-guess someone's action or decision. If the referee misses the first call, he can call timeout, call up to the booth, and watch the play in slow motion, repeatedly, from different angles. Get input from several other people, and finally, after several minutes of review, hopefully get the call right. However, regardless of the decision, half the people will like the call, half the people will want to take him out to the woodshed for a shellacking. In life, we don't have the luxury of instant replay. Sometimes we get the call right, sometimes we miss it. When we get it right, we keep playing until the next decision point. When we miss it, we stop, make the necessary corrections, pray the damage was minor, and get back on the right track, and take every measure to avoid making that mistake again. That's progress, not perfection. One of my favorite movies is The Shawshank Redemption. There are several subplots in the movie, but the theme that I'm drawn to more than any other is Tim Robbins' unwillingness to accept his status as an imprisoned man. As a result of his determination, he devises a plan, secures the necessary resources, aligns himself with the people who can assist him, and begins the process. For him, the cause is a worthy one. Therefore, time is irrelevant. With a dogged resolve, he continues toward the goal. One spoon of dirt, one pocketful of rocks. Every day, the hole gets larger and the tunnel gets longer. Steadily, in between counts, in between bed checks, he's getting closer to the destination, until the night that he reclaims his freedom. What is it that keeps a person going, despite the odds that seem stacked against them? When there are so many voices yelling for them to stop, what keeps them going full speed ahead? 
Why is it that a no will stop some, but not others? When one is committed to a cause, there's no room for distraction or deterrence. Practice Biscuit, the moderator called out. Biscuit, B-I-S-C-I-U-T, I replied. That is incorrect. Then the moderator turned to the other finalist in the fifth grade spelling bee, Jim S. He spelled the word correctly, and then he spelled pioneer, a word that I also knew how to spell. It was a hard way to learn the lesson, but I assure you, I got it. I can never practice too much.